Hey, it's Anne here. Thanks for hitting that listen now button. I know there are so many other things that you could be doing with all of your free time now. Anyways, I'm glad that you chose to spend some of it with us. In this episode, Jen and Sharon and I, we discuss how we're keeping sane at home. And then we get into the good, the bad, and the crazy of emergency remote teaching. And finally, I interview two teacher mommies who are navigating how to manage homeschooling their own small children while they're trying to teach everyone else's. We recorded this from our own homes, you know, uh, practicing responsible social distancing. We used a combo of Zoom uh, because it's just easier to see each other when we're trying to talk. And by the way, who doesn't wish that they had stock in that Zoom company now with all this Zooming going around with everyone? But we also use the Anchor app, which let us call in using our phones as mics. And the audio, although it's pretty good, wasn't always perfect. And I had to do a lot of editing, Um, like when the internet quit or it slowed down or it got really echoey or whatever it does when a bazillion people are all on at the same time. So please be gentle in your criticisms. In any case, I hope you find this entertaining and informative or, well, maybe you just needed some background noise to fill up that void that your real friends would have uh, if you had gone out to lunch with them at all those local restaurants that are all closed up. Whatever your motivation is for listening to us, we'll take it. So please don't forget to download and rate us on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts or all the other listening platforms that you're using. This helps other people find us as well as potential sponsors. Come on, sponsors. And it helps me build back my currently devastated retirement portfolio accounts so I can retire next year and not live under a freeway. Speaking of that, here's a word from our sponsor. Enjoy the show. teaching in the time of Corona and uh, we're going to be talking about all things Corona. But first of all, I just want to let you guys know that it's me here. And once again, joined by my, my wonderful cohorts. Uh, Who are, who are you guys? Go ahead. Say your names. Uh, Jen, Jen here. Sharon here. As usual. Thank goodness. Because (laughs) I don't know what I'd be doing. This is a crazy, crazy time. So I just kind of want to know, let's just kind of, what have you been doing with your life, Jennifer, since uh, being restricted to your house? How have you spent your time well, other than killing yourself with schoolwork? Uh, yeah, not doing that. Um, well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. What's really helped me is I just kind of created a schedule. You know what I mean? I get up. I, I, I go for a walk. I get my exercises. I, I walk my dogs. I'll come you know, get on the computer maybe for an hour and then I'll do some chores or if I have to run an errand and then I'll come home, get back on the computer for a little bit. Um, yeah. 
that's kind of that's kind of how I'm just kind of you know figuring out each day as it comes. Some days there's a lot of you know kids. A lot of kids have questions. Some days I'm working a lot. Some days I'm hardly working at all. So, what about you, Sharon? Oh my God. So well, this is what our third week, and I finally feel like okay. It's I don't feel like I'm working 24 hours a day, um, but the big adjustment was what to do with my kids mm-hmm. and what to do with me and like, and then the students and it just like at the beginning, it just felt like it was just nonstop work. I think cause everybody had a million questions and nobody really knew what was going on. Um, but now that things have, you know, settled down, like my, my children have got an idea of like how to get their work done. And I think they're getting it done. Um, <laughs> It's yeah, kind of the same as when they were going to high school. Like I think they're getting it done, (laughs) so I'm pretty sure that they are, you know, getting their work done. And the other, and um, well, I don't know. Maybe we want to talk about this later. But the thing that I think is uh, is kind of cool is like they don't have anybody else to ask for help but me. (laughs) 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 Well, so now it's like they're like. Oh, well, you know, maybe she does know what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. And they're not, you know, they're not as reluctant to accept my help as before. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. And now it's like, oh, do you need help? And it's like, oh, yeah, could you help me with this? Yeah, sure. What are you doing for fun, Jen? Um, besides school, like, what do you like? Are besides you, school, that's. Yeah. Um, well, are you like, going out? Are you, are you entertaining yourself? Can, you, can we hear you again, Sharon? Well, I've actually, I've never been one to watch TV, but I've been catching up on some shows and doing a lot of work around the house. I would be a liar yeah. if I said I wasn't consuming a lot of alcohol. That would be a lie if I said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we've been doing a lot of, you know, trying a lot of new recipes. We bought a new smoker. We've been smoking a lot of meat. You know, bonfires in the backyard. Okay, kind of well, that's good. What about what you, about- Anne? You haven't told oh, us me? what you've been doing. Um, basically become a Netflix addict. It's like oh, it's all I do if I'm not sitting in front of my freaking computer for a million hours a day. <laughs> I'm watching stupid TV shows and having petting my dog. I'm spending a lot of time with my dog. Yeah. You know, there's nobody else here in my house. It's just me. <laughs> so it's just me, my dog, and Netflix pretty much. There you yeah. go. Are you communicating with families? Everything through Zoom, or what do you? How are you talking to people? Um, I've got I a lot of my kids and parents are on Remind. So talking about your students, let's just talk about you and your. I want. I don't want to talk about school yet. Oh. <laughs> so what are you? What are you asking me if I've been commit? What did you say? <laughs> are you talking? How are you talking to people that aren't like students? Oh, oh yeah, lots people? of Zoom meetings. You know, phone calls, text messages. Yeah. Like uh, the other night, um, I was in a, this Zoom. Everybody was drinking. It was hilarious. One of our colleagues. Oh, you were in that, Anne. No, I was not. You were not? Liar. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was having cocktails. It was, pretty, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was kind of silly. Mm-hmm. That's true. But, yeah. Okay. Can you hear me? Anyway. Yes! Yes! Yay! 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 Right. 
what did you do? What have you been doing that's fun, not school related? What have you been have? What's funny or something? You know, how you spend? Oh time? well, you know, uh, gardening. Yeah, totally. You know what my gardening is? Pulling fucking weeds. <laughs> <laughs> It's rained a lot. I know it was so nice because of, of all the rain, and it they were so easy to oh, pull. God. And then I was like out there. Um, I don't know yesterday because actually Steve got called back to work, so he, he was gone. And so I, I was getting some that were under the under the car, and uh, it was really hard. So I'm hoping this rain next week will loosen it all up again, and um, I'll be able to uh, pull some more weeds. And I like planted little succulents and. Now I have guinea pigs. <laughs> guinea oh, like, pigs. You got guinea pigs. Oh my God. Don't ever get a fucking guinea pig. They are such yes. a pain in no, the ass. They, really? Yes. Oh my God. They need like so much room so that they can run around. And right now they are not getting that. <laughs> and, they, and they don't, they don't, you can't potty train them. So they fucking poop and pee everywhere. So you're constantly cleaning cages. And it, they don't go in a litter box? No. It is just Ugh. disgusting. It's so gross. And like when they were in the classroom and I had that huge big cage, it was like six feet long. And the kids would come in and clean the cage. Yay. It was awesome. And now they're here and they're in these little teeny tiny cages and it sucks and they stink and it, they eat hay and they're in the house and there's hay in the house. And, hey. Hey. Good. <laughs> yeah. So by the way, if you're ever thinking about getting a guinea pig for your kid, yeah, you're no. like, Ooh, small animal. Easy hey, how about I don't of. even think about having a kid? How about yeah. that? How about no, don't get a guinea pig. A dog is way easier. A dog is way easier. I miss my dog tremendously. I know. I miss my dog too. Sharon and I both both lost our puppies in the last couple of months here. Yeah. It's sad. Especially being home but, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but we yeah, are we are but, doing our best to stay home. Unfortunately, well, fortunately and unfortunately, I don't know how to look at it, you know, because uh, my partner's back at work. Um, was home for like what a week and a half, and then. Got- Apparently he's essential. Well, you know, they make the parts that make yeah. the medical equipment. So he's making ventilators. Well, that's now he's making body bags. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. No, I have a friend that works in the medical industry and she's saying it was the ventilators and stuff and masks they couldn't keep up with. Now it's body bags. Oh, God. Isn't that disturbing? It is disturbing. Yeah. Stay home. Wash your hands. Yeah. Yes, yeah, stay home. Just. Like, yeah, I said, stay home. like I told you, if this keeps going until July, when I turn 60, you guys are going to have to bring me groceries, <laughs> so I'm not going to be allowed to leave my house. You'll be one of my IHSS new patients. <laughs> so, oh, you're going to make money? You and my you? aunt, you guys are on the way to each other. <laughs> Great. Tends to make money off my, my disability, oh, my, my elderliness. That's <laughs> It's funny how they say that, you know, like when you once you're 60 up or something, that's what they're recommending. Those people don't go out in public. Well, now it's now they're changed it to 65. Oh, shoot. (laughs) Where'd you hear that? There's too many people that are 60. Let's move it to 65. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, well, I guess we're going to have to wait a little while on that one. Dang, I was hoping to get like curb service from my friends and not have to tip you that's because you know that's how, how i am but anyway yeah lots of tips right. from ann don't drink and drive there you go number one tip 
<laughs> you don't have to go. Now you can drink because nobody's driving. I know, and I'm way behind <laughs> on my drinking. I think I need to up my game. Jeez. <laughs> it makes it makes grading a lot more fun. What grading? What work are you grading? Oh my god. Okay, I know how it is. <laughs> and on that note, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a little break right here. <laughs> So, you know, you guys, we could, you know, if you started talking about who you were uh, imbibing in while we make these, these uh, lovely podcasts about teaching, they might uh, actually hear that you guys, you know, are like sponsoring them. For them. <laughs> are you, ad. are you listening? Uh, God of white claws. Are you listening? <laughs> Cause I've been, uh, putting a lot of money into your stock lately just saying <laughs> white yeah white cloud that's been my go-to it's just so easy to pop a, you know pop the can open and you know walk around the backyard or walk around the whatever i'm doing you know what i mean yep no i don't because i don't i don't drink yeah that. Mm, drink. grapefruit oh, that's my favorite it, i think i tried is it like a beer thing no it's a seltzer. Yeah. It's a hard seltzer. Yeah. See, I think I tried it and I didn't like the flavors. Oh, see, so yeah. I like I like taking that that uh what is it, the grapefruit seltzer, right? From Costco mm-hmm. and then dumping in some Belvedere vodka. And oh, that's yeah. yummy. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. That's with a lime. That's my favorite, that's my favorite vodka. I really do. That's yeah. my favorite one. But today, no, I'm on the beer. <laughs> I got my eight oh five. 805 those I are know. good sticking it staying with california yep five okay keep it in our economy <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just so patriotic and american who makes white claw uh that's a good question <laughs> i have no idea it's got to stay there on the or it's coca-cola there. they own everything <laughs> let's see this is this is why Distributed by, I'll say something like that. Uh, Mark Anthony Brands. What? Let's see. What? what? <laughs> white claw. Like, oh, Mark oh, Mike's Hard Lemonade makes White Claw. But Mike's Hard Lemonade, which is the Boston Beer yeah, Company. I was like, they're owned by somebody else too. Yeah, okay. Boston Beer Company. So Boston Woo-hoo. Beer Company. Jen is one of your biggest clients. Yep. Get on the I, ball here. She claws all over your product. Yes, I do. And I'm uh, I'm liking the new flavors. Tangerine and mango are my favorite. Thank you very much. Okay. And with that, we should probably talk about things that are like having to do with teaching. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're doing a lot of that. Because. Okay. All right. We're going to take, take a little break. We'll be right back and we get our heads straight and say drink a little bit more. <laughs> Good idea. Okay. And we're back from that beautiful break there. Um, so let's let's get serious now. Let's let's talk about teaching and what's what's actually happened. We we finished our last day of uh, actual classroom was March thirteenth. Was Friday the thirteenth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was. Day we got that. We were Jen and I were in a staff. Oh, so was I. All day. I was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were on the, and, and the we had to and yep. it was really like edgy. I thought when that all came down. 
that it was it was like I can't I don't know what the kids were like because I wasn't there the day before either because I was at a, a different event training thing and yeah. so I missed both Thursday and Friday and then I had to go back the last couple minutes right because we all went yeah. back to tell the kids I don't even remember what we were telling them we just told them we, we didn't tell yeah. them anything they ended up getting a why phone did we call. have to go back to our homeroom then I don't remember oh, oh okay. to make sure they did that survey Oh, uh, right. Yes. They had to do the survey yes. to make sure they all had uh, what devices. kind of internet. Yeah, devices and internet and stuff. Right. And so I went back, you know, and that's my homeroom kids, which I don't really have as students. And yeah. uh, they were just like, oh, you know, kind of like, what's going on and everything. I'm like, I don't know. I don't have any answers for you. I thought that really kind of, I'm sorry. I think it sucked. I think that they, they knew that was coming down. They should have given us that decision. What? It was five minutes after they left that they gave us the decision. Really? You could have given it to us 15 minutes earlier. So we could have said goodbye. Yeah. That's, I mean, although the way it sounded from our principal, the way she was talking about it, it seemed like it was really almost touch and go. Yeah. Like like she really didn't know what was happening until later. Well, we were with her uh, all day. I was with her the entire day and she was like, they're still behind closed doors. They're still behind closed doors. Like she wasn't even in the loop of what. Yeah, was going I don't think that yet. she did a bad job at all. I'm not saying Mm-mm, that uh-uh. in any way. I think that our superintendent right there is the one who's in charge, right? I think that that was a poor mm-hmm. decision on her part, and she should have um, known it's a Friday. We need to make the decision. The kids are going home. All the schools get out about the same time. You know, yeah. they they should know before they leave that they're not coming back. I, yeah, I don't know if it was because they didn't want to start some kind of a panic with parents or everybody's like coming in, hitting the school all at once. Like, I need Chromebooks. I need this. What are we going to do? And maybe they yeah, maybe yeah. to handle the questions afterwards, you know, when it was like everybody was gone and not yeah. there. Okay. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I was just thinking about it from the, you know, personal kid perspective and, you know, but can you imagine if the, if we had been in our homeroom in the last period of the day and they had made that announcement no more school you guys are going to be learning from home what that would have done to all the kids how they would have been like yeah like maybe you're running around i don't know i think Mm -hmm. i think that was the reason they didn't they just waited till they a phone call went out uh you know those all calls at night yeah yeah okay you're you're swaying my opinion i'll go with you okay you are good at that but um so then we had that meeting on Monday, all of us, with our seats six feet apart in the auditorium. I did not go. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, because you're, you're, you're concerned about your, your son. Right. Compromised health right. issues. Right. So there was right. no way I was going to go to that. Yeah. But I didn't think there was anything said there that was that critical. No, because mm-hmm. I got zoomed in, you know. Right. And then with, you couldn't hear anything that they were saying. Yeah, anything. but it wasn't any. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, so how, how now then, what are our expectations? What did they tell us that, um, we need to do? Like, how is our district handling? I first, first of all, I think our district was well prepared ahead of time because we were one of the only that has across the board and we had already been kind of like, Hmm, maybe this is going to happen. And a lot of us already use technology. So we were ahead of the game that way, but what were some sure. of the expectations that we are told that we have to do in order to uh, do this uh, remote uh, learning or what we can call emergency remote learning? Because it's really not, it's not really classes. 
Yeah, no, it's so not. What are some of the expectations? Well, what did they, they, um, well, uh, no. As far as grades go, like basically, um, you cannot penalize kids for not doing any of their work, basically, for the rest of the year that we assign. Um, and if they do choose to do their work, um, then you can give them points, which is going to bring their right. grade up. So, like, for example, I've got some kids because we just started a brand new trimester and I had one assignment um, in the grade book. So basically that was their grade uh, unless they are doing the work that I'm assigning online and their grade is going up. So for the kids that just either decided not to do it or got a shitty grade, basically that's their grade right now because some of them are not doing any of my work that I've been posting to bring their grades up. Now we can't give them zeros, um, you know, to, you know, um, bring their grades down or, you know, we're, we're, I have a big, they basically are not being I have a big issue with that. And we're not, we're not yeah. supposed to give them zeros. I'm not giving them zeros, but I'm leaving, I'm, I am leaving it as a missing assignment because yeah. otherwise, mm -hmm. it, otherwise in, in my opinion, and they can come after me if they want to, but I'm not going to not put a missing assignment down because the kids have no if they just like what you were just saying if they go on and they look at their grade they're going to see they have a b even though they haven't done any of the work we've been assigning so they're going to yeah, have no exactly. reason to get on there and try to do any work so yeah why would they? i'm going to leave those up there if later on i have to rectify it with if and when the grades come due i'll do it then and then you know whatever but until until then what is the point then? Why am I even putting assignments? Yeah, but, but I mean, that was, that was kind of like the deal that they told us when they thought we were going to be out for like two weeks, right? Now we mm -hmm. know we're going to be out for the whole school year, you know? Yes. So, I mean, the whole grading policy thing is going to change. It's not, you're, we're not, there is no way that we are going to be giving these guys a letter grade. Yeah. Really? They're going to, they're going to, they're going to have us do a pass fail. I'll bet you anything. I bet you yeah. anything, it's going to be, does a kid pass, does a kid fail? Well, I think that's all it's going to be. And for us, we're lucky because it's middle school, right? It's not high school. So it's, yeah, and then, but the high school, like my kids, and I think our high school too, right? It's on semesters. Mm -hmm. So they have a, a substantial mm -hmm. amount of work in there already. So, um, so their yeah. grade is more indicative of their actual student work ability and performance. Whereas ours, with a trimester, I think I had three grades in the grade book. Well, that doesn't indicate anything. One grade certainly no. doesn't indicate anything. Um, but as far as our responsibilities from the district, I think that, I think their point is give these kids some work, you know, um, try and make it interesting. You're not teaching them any new material per se. Um, but uh, but I think for history and for science, I think that's a little different. Like, I think we can cover new yeah. material because, um, I don't know, because because it's the same skills, right? It's still the reading and the comprehension and the vocabulary. Yeah. And, you know, it, those skills are still the writing. It's all still the same. So no matter how you address it with what kind of material it is, it, it, I don't think it's really teaching them new material. It's they're using the same skills, whether they're reading an article about cells or they're reading an article about sharks in the ocean. So basically, you know I mean? basically maybe science and history right now, instead of like 
you're not really teaching research skills or things like that, but right. you're giving them new facts and basic like knowledge level stuff while they're, while they're integrating what they already know about how to dissect a, uh, an article. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that gives up, gives us a lot of leeway because yeah. of that, you know, yeah. unlike, unlike math, but now think, now think about math though, all these kids that are in second and third grade and they're what, what happens to them next year with their math? I mean, what, what's our percent of kids that are below grade level in math? 65, oh 75% too many that are like significantly below grade level. Like what is it going to be now? It's going to, that's going to be, that's a really good question because that's going to be something that's like a totally new thing. Right. So they're going to have to come up with some way to deal with that because it's not just math, it's reading levels too. Right. Yeah. Well, those kids, especially in the ele- the early elementary, yep. second, third grade, I, that's like, in my opinion, those are some like the most critical years in schooling. Absolutely. Like, they are. So that's a good Absolutely. point. I don't know. That's going to be interesting because I don't know how you teach. I mean, I guess there's online reading programs and things like that. I ready. They have iReady Math and iReady English. Mm-hmm. You know? So I don't know how, you know, without the teacher interventions that are supposed to go with those programs for fidelity, I don't know how that's going to really work. Yeah, it, it's, it's what is, well, what needs to happen is we're going to need like 50% more staff <laughs> so that the kids can get more individualized attention in those areas so that they, they, we can close the gap because doing it the traditional way, we already can see that the gap doesn't get closed. No. Right. And now we've just, now we've just raised it. You, I mean, now we just increase that gap. You think that the low socioeconomic kids are getting the same support at home as the higher socioeconomic kids are during this break? Absolutely not. not. There's no way. Yeah. Right. And uh, plus, for a lot of kids, schools like their safe split, their safe place. Yep. Yep. So who knows what's really happening in homes? Which is going back to the whole thing about why we cannot give them grades. Exactly. Because a lot of kids don't have the resources that, um, in order to be successful at home, whereas when they're in school, they have the support of counselors, teachers, friends, those kinds yes. of things. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, how about uh, what's been, let's talk about what's been good about uh, this for teachers. Oh my God, no behavior problems. Uh, <laughs> what a dream come true. Sorry, everybody. But it and, is. I, and I feel like, <laughs> like parents have a new appreciation for us because they're having to deal with their kids at home all day. <laughs> well, I would, I would hope so, but I don't think that's going to get us anywhere in the long oh, run. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it won't get us anywhere, but you know. I saw one one guy posted on one of my friend's pages. If we're doing the teacher's job, shouldn't we get paid like the teachers get paid? And I wrote him back. I go, I just did the math. That works out to about a dollar and a half a day for your kid. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> a lot of the Twitter feeds and such like that are, if you read what parents are saying, it's pretty, it, it feels good to be supportive. Yeah. But, um, I just love, like right now I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here, I was doing some work, I'm in like my yoga pants, (laughs) I'm all comfortable. Oh God, that is the best part, not doing hair and makeup. (laughs) Right? I haven't worn makeup, I don't even know when last time I wore makeup. When I do do the Zoom calls with my students, I do put on like, I'll put a 
a right nice shirt on or something that's not like my tank tops or whatever and I'll put on makeup because I don't know I just want I, I feel like trying to be a semi-professional give them the idea that I take it seriously plus the fact that I, you know I just don't want to look like that in front of a bunch of people <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay maybe I think I've thrown like mascara on but I well, I did one today I didn't do that at all I just showed him my plants so I wasn't on camera <laughs> <laughs> talk to the plant <laughs> I was like look at these plants and we were looking at the plants and trying to figure out what was going to happen if I was going to be able to keep them alive or if they were going to die and how they were growing in the window and blah 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 blah. Oh, yeah, and then we just funny. did some propagations I split off some stuff and I you know put the the spider plant i put the little pieces in water and that's your science so, lesson right there isn't it yeah so when we come back from break i'll pull it out and i'll see all the roots look at you and uh um and that'll be just fine what about okay so um more time with your families less less uh you get more stuff down around the house mm-hmm. maybe less stress more comfort um, but let's talk about what's not been good. What are some of the things that teachers are struggling with? Um, well, I think grading online just, it takes a lot more time. Um, you know, you got to click, click, click to get the assignment. You got to click, get in the assignment, look at it. Then you got to click to the grade book. You know what I mean? There's a lot of, yeah. it, it, it's just more time consuming to grade this way for sure. Right. Right. Um, I think one of the problems is too, and, and maybe, I don't know, when I think about it, maybe it's not such a big problem, but it just seems like there's a lot less students participating than would normally participate. Oh, I've got like half my kids. But then on on that, is is that still the half of the kids that wouldn't have been participating anyway? They just show up in class or are you finding that kids? No, I've got some of my top students doing nothing. I've got a few, yeah, a few of my really good kids that aren't doing anything. And that just like makes me wonder like what is going on with them, you know, and, and they haven't responded to any messages that I've sent. And our school, and, our school is know. contacting every student every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. That's kind of an interesting, be interesting to hear what some of those conversations were that they're having with people is why their kids aren't, or maybe they're not even answering the phone because it comes up no caller ID or something blocked. Well, she sent a message home to hopefully to encourage them to answer it. But I mean, but I don't know. I like, I'm in a really good place with my kids and my family at this point, but you know, there, you go back, you know, you guys know many years ago and it wasn't that way. And if this had happened at that time, my kids would have been, you know, SOL because there was so much other, stuff going on that required you know emergency um attention that they wouldn't have gotten they would have gotten help from me and i think that happens in some families do you yeah and if you if you stay tuned for the end of this episode you're gonna we're gonna have a little conversation with two teachers that are struggling with just that episode too so stay tuned for that at the end um but i wanted to say do you do you feel like you're working more yeah it's, it's like there's no separation between home and work now so that but I, I but for I, me personally I find I waste a lot of time like I'll, I'll be doing schoolwork for a while and then I'll be like oh I'm, I'm, I'm gonna rest and then I'll like binge watch a few episodes of something on television or I'll go do my laundry and then I'll come back and then I'm 
working. And then there's kids contacting me through the Remind app. And then there's teachers asking for help or mm-hmm. uh, emails from the district office. It just seems like a constant barrage to me. I, I think that that's calming down, though. I think yeah, those, I agree. First, I, it was it uh, was crazy in the beginning, but now it's like that first week was insane. Yeah, like like there was like we must have worked. I don't know. I don't know how you guys felt. It must have been a good eighty hours. Yeah, maybe a hundred hours that first week, just trying to get everything and all the time learning different things and looking at this and can we do this and can we do that? It might have even been more than that. It it felt like it was twenty four seven. But now this week, I finally feel like this week, I finally feel like, okay, well, I've got my system down. This is how my kids are getting their work. They know how it's getting presented to them. Um, Are you talking about you, your personal children or online or both? My, well, both. I think both because my children were confused in the beginning and their teachers didn't know what was, what they were doing, you know, just like we didn't know what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And, um, it took them a good week or so to get it, you know, like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And now this is the second week of, oh, this is what we're going to do. And now it's like, oh, okay, this is the same thing we did last week. Yeah. You know? So I think, I think that that is, um, that, that, that is going to decrease. Like, I felt like, I felt like yesterday I didn't work that hard. Hmm. I think when you say that, I believe you're, that is true. It doesn't seem like I'm getting as many questions from that, right. but um, I still feel like I'm working a lot. Like, I think it's a lot of time spent on a computer is what's bugging me between but, the computer yeah. and that my phone and texting. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the day, I, I'm, like I tried to spend that my morning going over all the assignments that have been turned in and I'll look up at the clock. I'll start at eight. And I'll look up at the clock. It's like 12, four hours have gone by. And I've been staring at a computer screen for, for that long. Trying How to are you getting practice. four hours worth of work? And <laughs> I don't have anybody else in my house. <laughs> oh, how is that happening? I'm getting four hours of grading a week. Yeah. No, oh, no, I, I, I don't know. You know me. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, first of all, you work nonstop anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think that, that for you, that this is, probably more difficult for you to distinguish between the two because now you don't have anyone interrupting you at home. I don't. That says, you know, it's time that we are, you know, time doing something dinner. else. Yeah. I'm hungry, mom. I'm hungry, mom. Uh, you know, when are we, what are we having for dinner? When are we, you know, yeah. you know, I don't know. My kids don't ask too many questions, but I, I, um, I think it's going to, it's going to get better because we've sort of settled into our, our routine assignments totally. now. So I think that you're right that it's not as bad as it was. Um, but at the same time, you, going back to what you said earlier, Sharon, I think that the biggest problem is the loss of new material that students are going to be missing yeah. of everything. That will be yeah. really interesting to see how districts decide to handle that next next uh, next school year. So let's switch over. What about students? What do you feel like is being other than they're missing out on new material because that's a kind of a given um what other things have you noticed or do you feel is well let's go with good what's good for students what's been good for them? i think it's they've got as much time as they need to work on things like a lot of my kids when i'm getting questions or when i log in and i can see what time they log in to start working these kids are they're doing most of their work like at nighttime at least my kids are you know what I mean? Some of them are turning stuff in at, you know, 12, one o'clock in the morning. So I don't know. How do you see that? Uh, you can see what time uh, assignments are submitted. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
in Google Classroom. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right, so right, my right. kids are, you know, maybe they've got things going on during the day. Maybe they're sleeping in. Who knows what they're doing? But the majority of my kids uh, seem to be doing more work in the later parts of the day. And I, I can see like some of the assignments. I can see, okay, they logged in. They worked for 20 minutes. They logged out. They came back two hours later. They came back the next day. They're kind of working at their own pace. Um, which I think is good for some kids to be able to do, uh, you know, especially to get quality work if, if they're rushed, you know what I mean? They don't, they're not putting in as much effort, I don't think. But like I I said, I've got half my kids actually even logging in doing anything. Right. I think some of them feel overwhelmed too, because it, instead of getting their assignments on Monday and then some of them on Tuesday, they're getting them all dumped on them at the same time. Mm-hmm. So um, one thing I explained to my students was that this is college. This is what happens in college. Mm-hmm. There's nobody telling you when to complete your assignments. There's nobody telling you when to go to class. It's all up to you to figure out your own, your own schedules. So the kids who are good um, at organizing and who have some sense of responsibility they will be, I think, the, the more successful ones. Um, and also, if they have parents that are helping them set limits and boundaries and study times and helping them to stay, um, what's the word I want? Not responsible, but um, I can't think what it is, but something like that. So they're just staying responsible. Well, you know, um, it, it's funny that you had this on our little list of topics because unbeknownst to me before you did this, um, I actually had this as one of my questions for my kids that first week was like, what did you find that was great about this week? What were your challenges and how did you overcome these challenges? And um, it just like the whole daunting. Yeah. I had a student, write, It's daunting to see all the assignments at one time, but I think the more I check, I will become accustomed to it. And here's one. Here's one that I really liked. <laughs> this kid said, a challenge was being able to find what I needed for my work. But I overcame this by looking more thoroughly. Because, you know, in class, it would have just been like, how do I do this? What do I do? How do I do this? What do I do? How do I do? So, I mean, so in that regard, as long as they don't give up right away, I think they will learn a lot more perseverance. And I think what you're talking about is they're going to have more of our school-wide expectations of good. Yeah, they just can't go, I don't get it. Right. What do I do? No, well, well right. you, there's nobody to say that to you. So now you need to figure it out. Now you need to use your brain. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but I was surprised by some of the things that they said that uh, was positive. Like, like a lot of what you said, they can work at their own break um, or at their own pace. Um, taking breaks from their homework or going to mm-hmm. the bathroom when I want to, taking stress breaks when I need mm-hmm. to. Um, and then I had quite a few people, uh, students say, you know, I just have more time to do things that I like. Um, and then uh, like some of them were like baking cookies, working on my YouTube channel <laughs> with over like four, over like 4,000 followers now. I was like, dang, girl, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, uh, more family time in general, playing the piano, playing basketball, doing chores, helping my little siblings do their work. Um, and then, you know, the thing that we, we were thinking, right. They're not victims of that bad behavior in class. And I had so many kids say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more relaxed at home. I'm calmer. I don't have, uh, what did this girl say? She said, being at home is more comfortable for me than than going to school, you know, that anxiety yeah. of, you know, going and facing these people and doing these things. And here's one that was really, really wasn't 
dang, I have time to help. Oh, I, I could actually sleep because no one was outside. <laughs> Making noise. Yeah. Can you believe that? I don't know. And then I had this one student, I actually don't have exactly what he said here, but um, he was saying, you know, it's interesting how uh, technology is so ingrained in our everyday Every life and our everyday necessity. And uh, I don't know exactly what his family does, um, but he's now living with his grandma and his sister and is with his grandma because his mom has to work. So she's an essential worker. And so she is keeping her distance. So I don't know what kind of field she's in, but she's obviously has a lot of exposure to people. And, um, and then his dad is in Mexico. And so the only, you know, they're talking with each other through, um, through technology. And that's the only way that they are communicating. And, you know, he said, he said, you know, it's no substitute for being there in person, but at least it gives us a, a, some sort of sense of communication and family. Yeah. You know, and those are just things that I didn't, you know, like I didn't think about. Right. What about the, what's been, what, what is bad for students then? Most of it was the finding the work was like, you know, how do I find the work? Um, And, uh, oh, it's harder to motivate myself. Um, uh, What do you mean finding the work? Like their work is all in Google Classroom. Like we're I know, but I think because everybody's posting at the same time that the, you know, I, I, I kind of felt like my feed last week was a little congested, okay. right. As things were going on. And so this week I really streamlined that, um, that first week we were out, I think it was really difficult to see things. Cause I was just trying to get stuff out there that would be, you know, interesting mm-hmm. for them. Um, I think but most of it was that. I think the other problem with posting work is teachers are posting it differently, right? Some people are using topics and, and yeah. other lessons in one place. Teachers are putting it in the the stream. For those of those of you who don't know what Google Classroom is, it there's a stream page where everything you post gets posted there. Um, on the on the classwork page, it divides it up into assignments, and then teachers can create topics. So the kids have a lot of different places they're going to find information, and I guess it's a process of learning how each teacher yeah. puts mm-hmm. their information online. Um, in order to do that. So I think uh, one thing that is a, maybe a good tip to do for right now anyway, is if you keep your assignments consistent, like the same type of assignment every Mm -hmm. week, then the kids know that those are the four assignments for that class they have to do every week. The assignment itself might change. The reading article might change or the, um, the the information in their, you know, Quizlet or something might change, but at least they know that, oh, for English, those are the four things I have to do every week. Right. And, and, you know, that kind of goes back to our last, I think it was our last podcast and we talked about, you know, grades and, you know, the value of grades and how teachers all grade differently and how it's a really important skill to be able to adjust to different people's expectations. Um, And, you know, and you just need to know what they are so that you can follow through on them. Because like we said before, you're going to have tons of different bosses. Um, the two things I think that the kids said that were bad that caught me the most, like, ugh, ugh, is one kid was like, I have to get used to not eating what I want when I want it. Because we have to ration our food so that what we have lasts. Mm. Oh, my gosh. You know, and then this other kid's like, I have. Yeah, they're no probably, you know, work. some of them, they've got, you know, four or five kids, you know, living in an apartment, they're sharing bedrooms, you know. 
I can't imagine computer. them finding a, a quiet place to be able to get some work done. Yeah. Right. Which goes back to why we're not penalizing them yeah. for not getting their work done. The, the, the bad part about it is, you know, I've got this other kid that's like, oh, it's too hard. You know, and I know it's not too hard for him. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, come on, dude, <laughs> you're in my class. I know, I know you can figure this stuff out. But when he's in class and he's like, oh, it's too hard. I could go, you know what, honey, it's not too hard. You know, let me sit with you and let's go through it. And you show me what's hard. And then we go through step by step. And of course, nothing's hard. Yeah. He never asked me any question, but he gets the work done. But I'm not there. Exactly. To I've had kids text me yeah. on remind. How do I do this assignment? And I said, well, did you read the directions? You know what I mean? And then <laughs> yeah. it, it, I'm making things so simple. It's like ridiculous. And then, yeah. Yep. And so I said, what did the directions tell you to do? And then the kid will type in the directions. So now do you know how, what to do? Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? It's those kids <laughs> that in, it's the same, what we just said. It's those kids yeah. that in class before they even read the directions, before they even attempt, I don't know what to do. I need help. You right. Know? So, I mean, this, I think this, for those kids, I think that this has a really good opportunity for them to grow and to learn to be a little bit more self-sufficient. Um, and to have a little bit more grit, you know? Yeah, true. True that. Um, okay. So what do you think then is something that teachers, let's talk about teachers. What are we doing to keep ourselves sane being locked up? Uh, what are some things that we could recommend for other teachers? Maybe that you've tried or, um, some ideas you have that what are you doing in order to maintain your sanity when you're locked like away like i said earlier man, well don't drink i'm too on much. a schedule i get up in the morning i go do my six mile walk then i come home then i take the dogs you know what i mean like that i think that has really helped me just kind of putting myself on a schedule i agree jen and i'm not I am not on a schedule. And I think that's part of my problem for sure. I think that's a big part of your problem. And that's why you feel yeah. like you're working 24 hours a day because you are working yeah. 24 So hours would you make a, a schedule for me? <laughs> I have one. <laughs> I totally have one. I'll send it to okay. you. <laughs> yeah. So we started off in our house. We started off with a schedule like this hour we're going to do this. This hour we're going to do this. And, and it was just too much. I can't stand being like on that strict of a schedule. So it's just like in the morning, yeah. this is what needs to get exactly. done. It's not like time you know? slotted, then, but here's, here's what I get done in the morning. Here's what my afternoon looks like yeah. somewhat. And then, and then right. now it's my time now, you know, that's what I need yeah. to do. I need to say it doesn't, nobody's going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. So Correct. I need to have a cutoff time. Like after six o'clock, nothing. How about after three o'clock? <laughs> okay I don't know I have to try that so I try and do I try and do you know like after three o'clock but then that time then that evening is when I can look and see that I like that late afternoon time to look on the computer and go okay now what am I Mm -hmm. going to be doing in the future you know like what kind of assignments do I want to do next and you know how do I want to arrange them and you know and looking at like those like like Flipgrid Mm -hmm. and Pear Deck and, you know, all those apps that I kind of know how to use, but maybe I could use them a little bit better now. And doing that, like, I guess it's really PT, PT bleh, professional development time, PT mm-hmm. time, right? Where you're just kind of figuring out, like, what is it that I want to well, use Well, think next. about, like, uh, all the teachers that were not very tech savvy before, man. This is, they're, they're learning, they're learning a lot right now. You know what I mean? So that's kind of a yeah. positive for, for those 
Now that's got to be confusing for the kids too. I mean, we're lucky that, you know, our kids are used to us yeah. on Google classroom. I, I mean, too, I think, I right? think, you know, it, it depends a lot on the teacher and the kid. Like my kids aren't having any problems navigating through their work in Google classroom or anything, but we've been using this all year long. You know what I mean? And for some teachers, right. you know, I've, I've had a couple teachers, you know, tech, uh, text me well how do I do this and you know we had to go around and we had to even show some teachers how to just even set up their google classrooms so you know what I mean it's different caliber of who knows what they're doing right 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 and that was a lot of the questions that the stuff I got from my kids it's like in my other Mm -hmm. classes you know I can't do this and I can't figure out this and I can't figure out where yeah. the work is and blah, 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 blah. I think, you know? too, if teachers aren't using some other way besides email, it's hard to get questions from your yeah. kids, too. I'm using Remind app. And I and for me, it's that's super easy because I can send out a yep. message. I have about 96 people that are participating mm-hmm. on my Remind. So I can send out a message to them. It goes to everybody. Or I can um, talk to one-on-one or answer right. questions immediately. But kids who are emailing me, I don't always see their questions right away. And yeah, but do you have like office hours on your remind also? So you don't answer messages at four and five. I I don't. And here's why this is like what I said before. The majority of the questions that I get from kids are later in the day. I I don't, I I, I hardly get anything like before probably, you know, lunchtime, Mm -hmm. three o'clock. So yes, I am, you know, I'm not really sticking to office hours. If I have a kid that texts me a question at eight o'clock at night, I'm going to respond. You know what I mean? Um, it's not, it's, a lot not, kids, it's really but, not like, well, at least not for me. No, but, but, but I think that, I mean, I have office hours set up and I think it's important because it just shoots them a message that it's out of office hours. You can mm. still reply to them. You can still write them back, but it just lets them know, you know what? We need a little boundary too. But if you want to make your boundary in the morning and have your mornings to yourself and keep the afternoons mm-hmm. open, I mean, cause like that was one of the things that one of my kids said, it's like all these zoom meetings are in the morning. Why can't we yeah. after two o'clock? That's when I have mm-hmm. my free time. Yeah. What about, um, are there any tips for parents and kids uh, for protecting, <laughs> keeping things sane and, and being able to do their work? Yeah, breathe <laughs> and don't worry about getting it all done. <laughs> Seriously? Like, I mean, really, I, especially with the younger kids, if, if you're not doing my science, I'm, I'm like, okay with it. Do yeah. the reading. Do the math. Because if you do the reading and the math, you're going to help them along in the long run, make sure that they are reading. One of the things I told my students too, is to look at all of your work and do the easy stuff first. The stuff that you can do fast, get it done, get it out of the way. Don't tackle the things that are going to take you a long time to, in the beginning. Cause then you're going to get yeah. burned out and then you'll never get it, even get the easy stuff done. So I would say make a schedule or write down or look at all of the work that you have due in a, in a week and then pick out the things. Yeah. Prioritize. Yeah. First. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I told my kids to make sure that they schedule school time, family time, and free time. That's yeah. a good point, too. You know, and I told them, I go, I go, and I asked my children, I'm like, who did you talk to today? You know, which one of your friends did you communicate with today? Who did you, you know, because they need to make sure that they are staying in contact with their friends. What kind of responsibility do you think parents have in this whole uh, situation of trying to get kids to do homework and what's what's the what role do, do parents play in all of this i think mm. it depends on the kid and it depends on some the kids you know they'll just they don't even really need much support from their parents because they just you know they're go-getters but then there's kids that 
you know, they need their hand held, you know, it's the same way in the classroom. And if they're not getting that at home, I don't know, they're not getting much done, you know. Well, and I have to give my, I, you know, I have to give kudos to a couple of my parents with my high special needs, special needs kids. And these parents have been, I don't know what they're doing at home, but they're working with these kids because they're, they're communicating with me. They're asking me questions, you know, they're um, getting their work done. And, um, and I'm just like, wow, you know, maybe these kids need a one-on-one aid. <laughs> I think, I think the, the more a parent can be involved, um, the better. I think not only yeah. that, it, it gives the parents a, a, a student's eye view mm-hmm. of what they're going through every day. Maybe makes them a little bit more understanding of the kind of workload that a lot of these kids have so that when parents are saying, why aren't you getting your homework done? They can right. have a better understanding of that. So I think it's really important that parents actually become as active as possible and looking at going over the work with their kids, seeing what they have to do, um, spending some time, not necessarily doing the homework for them, but maybe guiding them or helping them or looking it over or something just to try to keep them, um, keep the kids on track. And also, so the parents have a better idea of what their kids are dealing with. Yeah. But I also want to like stress, you know, parents, if you're not doing that and you're, and you know, you're focused on, you know, keeping your kids clean and fed and everything, that's fine. Like, I mean, cause everybody's at a different position and, and, you know, like some parents can't look at their kids. Well, they don't, they're bilingual. We don't have, we have a lot of parents that don't speak English. That's true too. Yeah. So trying to even, yeah, helping those kids stay on top of things. That's, Mm -hmm. that could be a challenge as well. Well, I think, I think if you're having those struggles at home as a family, then I think this is just my personal opinion. I think you should back off and you should focus on making those kids learn how to do the laundry making them, you know, make sure they know how to cook, making, you know, those kind of things like doing the lawn. Like, uh, I don't know, we've been, we've been cooking new stuff. It's like, you're going to help me because first of all, you're going to be out of the house in a few years when you're gone and you probably need to know how to cook some things. But I think that that, if you're struggling with that managing time, like managing managing kids and yeah. yeah, then, then get them in the kitchen and get them, you know, washing the floors and, doing the dishes and, you know, helping with the food and that kind of stuff. I think that's more Im- important. The secret, the secret really is grades don't. Yeah. Go back to that so, yeah. And, you know, I think it's more, yeah, I think it's more yeah. the, dis- the discipline that goes mm-hmm. with learning how to manage your time. Right. So I think you're right, Sharon. I think that parents don't need to worry so much about the, how much the kids are getting done, but maybe helping them realize a schedule, responsibility, right. organization skills during this time is probably more important in the long run. True. Yeah, because I would hate for them to like, you know, come be it, have a totally combative relationship over like this schoolwork where you are stuck at home for God knows how long. Why not just yeah. have a good relationship with your kids? Yeah. You know, work on that. Work that is way more I mean, important. If you think about it, how this is a really um, if you want to go with the glass half full sort of perspective on this, how many families are, have ever had this amount of time that they actually have that are spending together or it's, it mm-hmm. should be, you should be interacting mm-hmm. with your children. You should yeah. be spending time with them getting known because 
this is something that's really precious. Most of us are off to work. Yeah. We have our kids out the door of the car at school, and then we come home, and right. then we're dragging them to baseball practice or this practice, or they're working on homework, and I'm doing something else. But so this is a time when you can really coalesce as a family and come together and really get to know your kids, get them to talk to you more. Turn off the social and I think media, that is, you know? Turn off the I phone. think that's way more important than them getting their science <laughs> vocabulary. Right? <laughs> When you put it like that, it, it is right. It it really is the mo- more important. Uh, I you know. So if you're if you're if you're a parent out there and you're struggling, just let it go. And, you know, if you can work it in and make it happen, then absolutely get in there and make it happen. But not at the you not know, the peril of, of, of your family point. dynamics. Yep, true that. We're gonna take a little break. We're gonna come back in a little bit and talk about is distance learning going to be the new norm. And this next question I have for you guys is um, about remote learning versus in the class learning. We, we've talked about some of the stresses and the benefits of being home versus uh, being, you know, what, what's been happening for people who are having to suddenly deal, deal with this emergency remote learning situation. But what, what would you say then um, to people who, are, who might say, you know what, this is great. I like being at home better. I think this has been really working out for my kids and it's not so stressful and stuff. What might be some reasons that actual face-to-face classroom time is more valuable uh, given the fact that kids are dealing with, you know, um, uh, behavior issues of other students in class or limited amount of time in class. So what are some advantages to -to face-to-face classroom time? Do you want to go first, Jen? You want me to go? Go, go ahead. <laughs> well, first of, all, first of all, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. First of all, I think it's important to um, recognize that it may be all well and good with this emergency remote learning, but this in no way signifies what normal remote learning would look like. Mm-hmm. So if you were going to be, you know, taking a full on class online, you would be getting a lot more work than what you're getting now because we are totally slowing it down for this emergency situation not only are we slowing it down but um but like we said before we're not teaching any new really new concepts yeah so yeah it might be great for your kid and it might be going awesome for your kid and that is what we hope for um but please don't think that this is going to be what it would be like if you decided to automatically, oh, I'm going to homeschool my kid. He's going to go take his classes online and this is going to be peachy keen because yeah. I got it covered. This, this is not quality education. No. no. And the whole concept of modeling, you can't do that if you are not face to face. It just, it doesn't work. I mean, you can record yourself and everything, but there's right. no like in real time interactions. So you can't teach kids to critically think you know, online, you, you just can't, you, that's something that, right. that needs to be taught in the classroom, face-to-face modeling concepts and so on. You and know? besides you get so much feedback from body language mm-hmm. and you can, oh, God. you can look and you can look at the kids and go, okay, have I lost them? Are they still with me? Are they yeah. confused? You know, I, I think we get a lot more off of just our interaction and reading who they are and what's yeah. going on where we have absolutely no concept of that here. Yeah. And you can like, you know, at, at that one moment, you can stop and say, okay, let me go over that again. Cause obviously 
I didn't do a good job the first time, or you didn't get it, or I need to, I need to say it in a different way. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't, you don't know that online. You don't, you don't know if the kids are really, you know, getting the ideas, the concepts. Plus um, when you're in a class and the kids are working on things, you can circulate through mm-hmm. and see who's not getting it. And you can have some one-on-one time immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. Which is one of the things I'm having a problem with right now is I have um, a student that wants some help, which I can zoom. We can zoom together. We can screen share, but we're, we keep missing each other. We can't yeah. seem to get, you know, connected on the time to actually do that. So I think that's another, another problem that's with that. Um, like you said, it's really hard to teach anything new. Modeling super important. Um, I think for just, us as teachers and even with kids when you can sit back and have like just a relaxed conversation and you start throwing out ideas that's mm-hmm. when that's when new the brainstorm and, yeah mm-hmm. and I think we miss that you can't 20 minutes on a zoom or something like that's not going to make it Mm-mm. so I think well and that help. that's the same thing with us right I mean luckily we have done pretty good about just jumping on zoom and just chit-chatting ourselves as a group but I mean look at us at lunch you know in the lunchroom like how many problems do we solve in the lunchroom (laughs) they're bullshitting yeah right and it's just like oh but that reminds me of this and I need help with this and oh well let's try this and oh you could do this or or you know and 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 I feel like I feel like we are losing so much power to catch these kids Mm-hmm. We you have know? a lot of our conversations in the lunchroom ha- deal with kids and how, right. yeah. how are you dealing with them? How, what do you suggest? You know, or yeah, how can we catch them so they don't fall mm-hmm. through the cracks? So they don't get so they don't get you know lost in the numbers and you know I mean this sucks. That, I'm sorry that I, that part just sucks. <laughs> I've been trying really hard not to think about it. Oh yeah, it, that is hard because everything has to be scheduled. It's very hard for for anything spontaneous yeah as far as new ideas or being able to just you know bullshit and talk why well, i said a bad word um be able to talk about things. <laughs> oh no that was Anne that cursed not what us. oh my god america <laughs> rewind and listen again because you'll probably never hear that again <laughs> uh, anyway, we, we have to cuss for her <laughs> yeah. and you guys do a fine job of that yeah, so, we do um, <laughs> We drink for you and we cuss mm-hmm. for you. Yes, I drive you all home. Uh, <laughs> and, if I, and if I was a Catholic, I could go to confession for you too. But anyway. Um, so, <laughs> so what about, um, like for me personally, here's another issue that's, that, well, this is more personal, I guess. Um, I'm really alone. I mean, I'm really alone. There's no one else in my house, like I said, except my dog. Mm-hmm. And once in a while, my, um, my person, I hate saying boyfriend because it sounds like high school, but my, my person will come. Here. Your partner. He's your partner. That's what I call it. Yeah. I call but then I partner. feel like we're going to, we're in business together, but I get it. Um, um, I just don't know a good name for that anyway. Um, but he, we see each other maybe once a week, twice a week. So, um, I, you're contaminating each other once or twice a week yeah. and spreading your germs so through not, multiple counties. Yes. Yeah, so, no, we're in the same county. We're, he's Are you? County. Yeah. That's San Bernardino County. Oh. Yeah. Victorville, San Bernardino County. Good now. Yep. Well, it's the biggest county in the United States. Did you know Yes, that? I knew that. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, so I'm really alone. So I, I do find myself, I feel like I'm becoming a hermit. 
You need where, a schedule where it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> I need this, but I need a schedule where I schedule in contact with humans. Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> you do. That's why that's why I ask my children who they talk to because I tell them they have to talk to somebody every day. Otherwise they're in their rooms alone all day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really and easy. Even yeah. like going to the store is like, do I really want to get in my car? No. Out? No, you don't. You don't want to go to the store. I have to though. <laughs> I have well, to get dog food. <laughs> well, hmm. Try not to. I, I even had to go to um, Kaiser the other day to pick up medication. So, did they take your temperature when you? Oh yeah, the they, they have like the 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 greeters at the before you yep. enter. They ask you about twenty five questions, and then you go in. They take your temperature, and then they make you stand. Everybody's standing apart. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my neighbor was telling me that. So I mean, that's kind of cool. I got to talk to my neighbor more, but you know, because oh man, talking. I talk to my neighbors all the time now. We just yeah, we'll be I in our front yard. They'll be in their yards. We're all blah 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 blah. You yeah, know I mean? exactly. The yeah. neighbors, exactly. my neighbors, don't talk to each other here. But your yard is also contained. Our yards yeah. aren't contained. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, that even if you go out in your garage and walk outside to get the mail, nobody speaks to you. It's really weird living over here, but. Anyway, mm. so all right. So anyway, guys. Uh, so so so, how many students do you think are in that kind of position? Which kind? Where they feel absolutely alone. I don't. What about only children? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they mm-hmm. like it. They're used to it anyway. But I think again, it's gonna. It depends on the family. How much time yeah. they interact with each other? Uh, well, and there's so much technology. These these kids. Spend the, the majority of their time on their devices, you know, texting each other and, you know. This would have been so different. Can you imagine if this would have happened when we were growing up before all this was going around? That would have Screw really the corona. I'm going down to the creek. You know what? <laughs> there ain't no way the coronavirus would have spread as quickly as it spread no. during this day and age as it would have when we were kids. Because, yeah. because people didn't travel as much. Really, like everybody travels. Like oh. people didn't travel as much. I you was know? gonna say I think people would get together more because you couldn't text each other and see each other. But I don't think it would have spread as fast because you know. Stop yawning, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Caught me. Because of teachers, you know. I mean, because of teachers, because of travel, it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been as prolific. And yeah. you know, I don't know. I don't know. I was, I was gonna say something like we had maybe we had a more sane leader. See, and you do need to take up <laughs> drinking. That would, uh, that would, uh, you know, you what? you might have an invisible friend there you could talk to. You. <laughs> <laughs> an invisible friend? How do you know I don't already? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, could, you could just do more shots of tequila, and your dog will start talking to you. <laughs> yeah, maybe a mom. Yeah. Oh shit. I guess one thing that's come out of this is that I'm just a sad, lonely person. Wow. You know, you know what, you know what? I'm like, I'm like, I'm ready. I'll never leave my house again. I'm I'm good. I know. I find much joy in uh, my daily schedule. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So we're done. Like we're done going back to class, but we're still working. Quote. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But What's it going to be like then when finally it comes around to August and we're all back in the classroom? Is it going to be like really hard? You think we're going to be back in August? I don't know. Will we be back in August? I don't know. Well, wait, stay tuned. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Is this the new normal? Gosh. Well, at least until they get a vaccine, I guess. Well, I I think that'll happen fast. I'm 
there. If you got, you know, so many people working on it, it'll, it'll happen fast. So, I, but it depends on how the virus reacts because it is a very, um, it is a very uh, mutatable, mu- mutatable virus. The good thing about it is it's easily disintegrated or yeah, destroyed. You can kill it or, easy. You know, yeah. yeah, it's not, it's not a long lasting one. Unless so, you're my age. <laughs> it's, it's fragile. You can kill it easily. Yeah. So, but uh-huh. yeah. Well, later on this evening, uh, or later on, I'm going to be talking to um, two of our co- cohorts uh, that are... Cohorts? Oh, my God. No, I didn't say that. Oh, my God. That's why they have young children. Cohorts. I heard that. Cohorts. I'm going to tell that. You just go right there. You just go right there. Oh, my gosh. These girls. These ladies, I'm just trying to make you feel like you're back in your class, Anne. Oh same stupid shit. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to be talking to Angel and Dana, who are state, who are teachers, uh, junior high school teachers, and who are also moms of young kids who they're trying and how they're trying to cope with the teaching and the homeschooling issue at the same time. So stay tuned for that. All right, ladies, it's been fun. It's been uh, it's been real. Been real. Cheers, my girls. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. clink. Hey, stay clink, clink. safe. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Be nice to your families. Appreciate the time you have together. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll catch you on. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Okay. Welcome back. And here we are at our interview with um, two teachers that are struggling with the whole issue of being not only are they teachers, but they have little kids at home who they also have to teach. So they're really in a unique uh, position and it's a very difficult one. And I think a lot of us, especially me, like I'm, I don't know if they would consider me spoiled because I don't have anybody in my house. This is the only thing I have in my house is my dog. That's it. And so it's, uh, it's I have a different situation. So I thought it's uh, very important that we talk about and, and hear it from the other people because I know there's a lot of teachers out there who are struggling right now um, with the same situation and hopefully um, our two guests today will be able to give you some insight, let them know that you're not alone and maybe you'll get some tips from them as well. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So um, let's go ahead and let's start with them. Dana, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. And then you can, uh, uh, you can tell us a little bit you know, about your uh, kids, grade levels, anything else about you, how long you've been teaching, what you teach, et cetera. Great. Um, I'm Dana. I have a three-year-old boy and a five-year-old daughter. And they'll actually be celebrating both their birthdays in the next two weeks in quarantine. Aww. Um, yeah. How fun. <laughs> yeah, how fun for them. Um, so my five-year-old, she's in kindergarten in my school district. Um, my son is, uh, he's at the preschool and um, also in the school district. Both of my kids are on IEPs for speech. Uh, my son maybe a little bit more, but we don't know yet. So they both have um, very particular needs, educational needs. Um, I have been teaching conveniently special ed for the last eight years and also gen ed. So um, kind of got a lot of experience. A lot on your plate for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And then uh, Angel, what about you? 
Hi. I always knew my life would come to this point. Ellen, here I come. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Angel. I have been teaching for, I think, five years. I don't know, five or six. I always forget. Um, I teach seventh science. I have two kids of my own. One is five in kindergarten, and the other is nine in fourth grade. Um, they are completely opposite. Uh, my kindergartner is enthusiastic and just like me, crazy. My oldest, um, <laughs> she's very quiet, um, and she does have anxiety issues. So that's a bit of a struggle sometimes, um, especially now. So, yeah, it's about me. So let me ask you, what about this whole thing? Like, what has been, what's the most challenging thing that you feel like you're facing doing this? Um, with the teaching and the homeschooling, in your opinions, what's been really hard? For me, it's the needs of my children, my yeah, kids so at home. I would normally say it's the time, but it's not the time. I have a lot of time. But right. they consume all of it from the they're, second they're up to the, there's, I hear them in the hallway right now when they should have been in bed. They're very <laughs> needy. So Dana, what, can you tell us a little bit about like what your schedule looks like um, being home so, with them and trying to teach at the same time? So they wake up at about 7 a.m. I finally get out of bed probably 7.30. So they've oh, good destroyed. Lord. Yeah, they've destroyed. I'm still in bed by already. <laughs> Oh, gosh, I wish. Yeah. Um, they've destroyed their ho the house already. There's probably one without a diaper on by the time I get downstairs. Um, immediately, we're making breakfast, trying to get them wrangled out of pull-ups and, and just going. Then my five-year-old, she misses kindergarten so much that she immediately wants to go into school. She wants to sit in our playroom with her computer, and she wants me to just present to her. So you set up like a little We set, set up, up like a little, little classroom, school? yes, and we went strong the first week. Oh, it was great. <laughs> um, but I wasn't doing her kindergarten curriculum that her teacher provided us because it was a lot, and the three-year-old doesn't have the attention span for it. So um, even though he is getting kindergarten curriculum, he doesn't have his letters and he isn't verbal. So we have more challenges there too. So she wants to sit and attend and he wants to run off. So we just try to keep a schedule. We go pick up our school breakfast and lunch. Before at the beginning was every day. Now we're picking up twice a week. That just gives him a little routine. And then we try to have lunch during the day and I pretty much just go in and out of Zoom meetings, but I cannot do any school work for my students during the school day. Yeah. What time do you start with your school, with your school once work? They, your once students. they go to bed. Oh, so yeah. like this, okay. This would be yeah. the time I'd start, but actually I wouldn't start till later because my husband's now home and now it's time for, okay, let's sit and watch our shows, binge watch for a little bit while he's awake. And as soon as he's asleep, I'm on my computer and then that's when I get to start working. What about you, yeah. Angel? How's your day look? Um, so my kids are not as enthusiastic about getting started. Um, they love TV, even though, I don't, I don't know, they just love TV. So we usually, they're usually up by eight, mosey in my room by 8.30. And I'm not going to lie, I've been enjoying like sleeping in a little bit. I, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of nice to start a little bit later. But they're a little bit older, so they're kind of on their own. They can kind of be on their own for a little bit. Um, breakfast is always like, what do you want for breakfast? I don't know. 
okay, well this, no, I don't like that. And it's like, oh my Lord, <laughs> like mm -hmm. just eat what I give you. <laughs> um, and then by nine, I'm like, okay, let's start. It's like reading time. And I, I kind of, I'm, my schedule is 30 minutes max per thing. So I change it up 30 minutes of writing, uh, 30 minutes of reading, and then we'll take a break, snack break in between. And during that snack break on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'll do my Zooms with my students while they're doing whatever they need to. And then they get bored and then they come and like put their face in my Zoom meeting and, you know, interrupt things and I'm hungry and okay, fine. And then we feed and then I say, okay, let's go back to work. Um, I just want to watch TV. And then we're pretty much done by the day. So <laughs> I can't. Uh, I think one of the most challenging things for me has been just managing what they're doing. It's like, I'm trying to do both and it's not, it's not working very well for me personally. Um, it's just been a struggle. So we've talked about the screen time. Our kids are living on screens now. They so are. We could do other things. And I hate it. Honestly, yeah. I, I'm, my parenting is they're not on a tablet or a phone. Um, when we got home from school, like when we were like going to school, um, they weren't able to be on the TV when they got home until after we ate dinner and then we'd sit and watch 30, 40 minutes of TV together. We wouldn't even finish a movie. But now, like my daughter, my little one in kinder, she loves to be on the tablet. She will literally be on that thing all day. If I, if no one says stop, she'll like run it till it's burning, yeah. <laughs> but I can't like, it keeps my sanity. If I need like 20 minutes to do something, okay, go on your computer and learn something. Do type, type tastic or, you know, prodigy. My daughter goes on prodigy, my, my nine-year-old. Um, but yeah, that screen time, I hate it, but it's honestly essential. It really is right now. My situation's a little different. My kids can't read and they can't independently write, barely. I mean, there yeah, are well, <laughs> some sight words, but so I can't put them on any programs. I'm constantly like, having to monitor it. There's a bunch. <laughs> so like my kindergartner doesn't read. So she's on uh, Hooked on Phonics and it's mostly just videos of like letters and then just some app I downloaded that was sight words and it like makes the letters do these really funny things and it's really annoying so annoying that I'm just like can you please put some headphones on or I'm gonna go freaking insane <laughs> but like those are the so, ones I use let me ask you this then have you received work for your kids from their teachers and do you feel if you have like the work has been reasonable is it too hard for you to do I mean you know, I know that if I had junior high school kids at home and they were getting, for example, math, that it, it would be hard for me to work with them on the math that, because I don't really have the knowledge of that. Um, I'm not trying to say that you guys don't know how to do kindergarten and first grade <laughs> work, but, but I mean, just like, is it packets? Um, what are the teachers doing? How, how do you uh, monitor that? Do you worry about it? Or do you mostly have like a, maybe an attitude where it's like, Hey, whatever they can do, they do whatever. I'm not going to worry about it. I've got other things I got to concern myself with. Well, How do you feel my, about that? With my kindergartner, I haven't gotten anything from her teacher. Oh, Nothing. My. I've gotten an email that says, hi, I miss you, Brooke. I hope you're doing well. And that's it. So for the kindergartner, I've 
pretty much been on my own. Um, as far as my fourth grader, um, her teacher just set up her distance learning Google Classroom on Monday, and it's insane. Like, there's so much on there, and my daughter was just, she literally was just staring at it today. Dana, how are you dealing with your, is there work coming from your school oh, yeah. teacher? Um, for kindergarten, she is plugging away, doing exactly what she would have been doing in class. So every assignment, um, we had packets ready of homework assignments for three weeks at least. And it's, it's wonders. So I'm familiar with it from elementary school, but still I look at it and my brain wants to explode. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I should know this stuff. My poor parents. It was the first week I just checked out. I was like, I'll do something at both their paces to make it easy on myself. I thought I was like super mom. And then I realized, oh my gosh, my daughter is um, a whole week behind in school. And just today I was hearing, we've got to be getting our state standards in. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh Lord, no. Oh my gosh. And she, and things need to be turned in for their grades. I was like, their are they, grades? Are they in our school district? Uh, that's, yes. At, See, that's so funny. Uh, right I, up the street. I haven't heard anything like that. I haven't heard anything like that. Oh my gosh, it's a lot. Okay. So when she said state standards and turning and, and we got all the, the your turn books, the workbooks, we got <laughs> everything we picked up on Monday after the closure and it was overwhelming. And I literally pushed it to the corner and pretended like it didn't exist. And then I was reminded today that things are gonna be torn out and that's where grades are coming from. And I was like, grades, she needs to repeat kindergarten already. If there's another teacher out there who's in your shoes, have you come across anything that you could tell them or any advice or maybe some things you've figured out that are make it easier for you or that work better for you? So you could help maybe somebody else figure it out who's suffering the same way you guys are. So I just saw a friend post, she's at a different school district and they're coming off of their spring break. So she was sent something out about, oh my gosh, now I need to start my homeschooling. And I immediately wrote to her because she teaches math at a middle school and I said, okay it is hard it is so hard and her kids go to my same my kids school and they're in the same age ranges and i told her what you need to do is you need to get your calendar out you need to plan your day with them so you have time blocked out in that day to be able to get your work done i was like don't start what i did unprepared and then in survival mode where, oh my gosh, my only time to work on this is in the middle of the night when everybody's down. So I was just telling her, get prepared, carve out that time now, write it into a schedule because we can't call our babysitters. We don't have family members necessarily that can watch our kids right now. So that was my advice to her, <laughs> carve it out. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. I wish I could be like that, but I'm not. I am not an organized person whatsoever and kudos to you, Dana, for doing that. <laughs> I wish oh, I I'm could not, be. I'm I not just, doing it. I suggested it. <laughs> I, oh, okay. Well, the only advice that I would give is to just be flexible. There is no, like, I have to work from this to this at the, I don't know, just be flexible. That's, that's my only advice. My biggest fear is as a special ed teacher, I have legally binding educational plans. So I have my IEPs and we are still 
supposed to be writing our IEPs, holding our meetings and doing all this stuff. And that is something that can take you to due process. So I have been in districts where, where your hands are, are like, you made that mistake, we're throwing you under the bus. So I'm just so terrified of it all the time that due process is around the corner. And if I mess up, because it takes hours to write these 17 page IEPs. And I have not conquered that yet. Within the first few days of, I don't know if you guys know, within the first few days of the closure, all special ed teachers had to write um, prior written notices to all of our caseloads. Oh God. What does that mean? It's a, it's a notice to the parents of how detailing the closure and how we're going to support their kids through it and all the ways to contact and everything. Those took probably, I, I cranked it out all in the middle of the night. It probably took about five hours to get oh them done. Oh my gosh. It's really nothing different than what parents were supposed to be doing before, as in keeping their kids accountable. They're not homeschooling their kids. Their kids are getting their learning from teachers. That's still happening. The only thing that they are doing is they are home with them and they are face-to-face -face keeping them accountable for what they should have been doing anyways. It's parenting. And so really all of point. these, oh, yeah. all of these parents are saying, oh, I'm, I have to homeschool now. And have, no, girl, you don't have to do shit. You just have to make sure that they do their shit. Like mm -hmm. it's no different than for, than when you sent them to school. And just so it's like with their homework when they come home at night. Yeah. It you just kind of, it kind of but makes it's me more mad. in their face, right? It's more yeah. in, yes, totally in their face. And I think it's a reality check as to how much their kids really check out of school and how much they're actually not doing. And like the stuff that we call out it's not bullshit anymore it's like actually what they're like their kids do the messages i'm getting from parents are this is too hard this is da, 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 da. this is i'm all this is the stuff your kids doing in the classroom with me i am Honestly, not sending out anything new i am giving it, them for, um just continued practice bell ringer stuff stuff that they oh can i do know it's probably even and their easier. parents are oh my gosh and everybody's forgetting that it's monday through friday I, my phone was blowing up all weekend from teachers and parents. <laughs> oh, we have now lost the concept of Monday through Friday because we're, we don't even know what day of the week it is. Okay. But I swear I was to like, God. I, was I thought so... today was Friday. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. swear I thought today was Friday. <laughs> but my phone was blowing up all weekend. And uh, yeah, I was like, well, everybody needs to stop. Yeah. I felt so guilty. Do you do anything like put, um, do you put have you put regulations on the times that you will work with your junior high school students and then you have like this this is my limit i don't work past 2 30. once 2 30 hits i'm like okay i'm not doing anything until after my kids go to bed but i don't answer any texts i don't do emails i don't do anything like that after 2 30 and on the weekends because you yeah. can't you have to you have to make time to play with your kids, especially at the age that they're at now. But let me wrap this up with one last question. So is there anything good that has come from all of this stress and working with your family and having all this uh, different challenges? Do you want to go first, Angel? Um, I think I'm learning to be a little bit more authentic with my kids. Your own personal children? Yes. Um, as in, if my daughter wants to play Polly Pockets or Barbies, I'll sit there and play for 20 minutes. Whereas before, I would come home and need like 
de-stress time. And I just couldn't. I couldn't engage that way. And I find myself, if I give myself little breaks throughout the day, that I can little pieces in the day just make them important. And I feel like I wasn't doing that when I was actually going to work. I was not making them important at all. And so I feel like that's a definite like plus. And I think they see that. The silver lining, I'm saving a fortune in makeup and hair products because I'm not using them. But besides that, um, the same thing. I'm not coming home wiped out and I always take it out on my kids. That's definitely true. I take it out on them so much. I snap quickly because all my energy has been given to my my other kids. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I am so much calmer with them. I've actually been able to make, I've made French toast. I've made like bacon for breakfast and they never got that stuff before and making their lunch, making sandwiches and stuff. It's been nice that because it's not, it doesn't feel like summer. It doesn't feel like go get them to as many activities as possible. It feels like, well, I need to entertain them. So that has been nice. I feel like I have a better connection with colleagues now. From doing oh, really? these. Oh, yeah. That's true. Like, I had a meeting. We had a meeting for our special ed team just the other day. And we were like, okay, 30 minutes. We won't take up everybody's time. We were on for over an hour. And we all ended with, I love you. Miss you. Like, <laughs> and I was, yeah. and I'm new to the team. So that's, it's, it, I feel like we are, you know, oh, I haven't seen that, my friend, my girlfriend in so long. Oh, well, oh, well, life, life. And now I'm talking to them more. So I feel like this has been great. And people are really talking, right? It's yeah. not just texting. We want to actually see each other, engage mm-hmm. with each other, you know? So um, anyways, I don't want to keep you from your junior high school work any longer. Um, <laughs> from I, my I self-care wanna, time? <laughs> yeah, it's your time for your self-care, right? I just want to make sure that um, that I'm really glad that you guys took the time to talk with us and um, took part of your, away from your family times. We kind of waited, hopefully, when your little kids were in bed, but... No, I know that this is one of uh, mine walked in. <laughs> one of mine walked in while we were doing this. Just FYI. So, so but anyways, um, thank you so much, and take care. Take care of yourselves. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. And noted. And don't forget. Don't forget to like uh, call each other when we need to. When we need a time, it's I don't. There is no time when you can't call me. And that's that's oh, I'm being so really sweet. honest. Yeah. Not, this is, well, who else is here? Who are you gonna wake up? Nobody. <laughs> You're going to wake my dog up, but you know, he sleeps all day anyway. So, but anyways, um, thanks. I hopefully people got some insight out of what you had to say and don't feel so alone or maybe they can relate and go, yeah, that's me too. So that was my, that's our goal. And so I hope you guys have a great evening and I know we'll be talking soon. So thanks again for, for letting us uh, invade your space for a little bit. No problem. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thanks for having us. A big thanks to Dana and Angel for zooming in for this session to share how they're dealing with this tricky double duty of teaching and homeschooling. And our new intro and outro music was composed by Charlie Holbrook. To hear more of his musical creativity, check out his podcast show, 111 Podcast. All other music comes courtesy of Anchor.fm. Please share this episode with friends and family, or you can just shout it out to strangers too if the feeling hits you. Well, until next time, this is Anne saying thanks for listening.